Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Shipwreck Sunday, where we investigate disasters at sea and the impact that they have on the world today. My name is Eleanor. Welcome back to another Titanic Month special, yet another unscripted episode for you guys. I hope you guys are enjoying the content. We're having a great time making all of this for you. It's been such a fun experience to visit all of my favorite things having to do with my favorite ship. And today we're going to be talking about another one of my favorite things. We are talking about the wonderful 1958 film, A Night to Remember. A Night to Remember was made in 1958, like I said, and it is based upon the Walter Lord book, A Night to Remember, which I did review here on this channel. I'll leave a link for it in the description in case you're interested. This film, if I'm just going to give it an overall score right off the top, I'd give it like a 9 or a 9.5 out of 10. It is a fantastic movie. If you are looking for something that is similar in the amount of intensity and cinematography with James Cameron's 1997 Titanic, but stays a little more true to the story and actually follows the real people instead of following the love story, then this is the movie for you. This movie really does give you the heebie-jeebies. I, I don't know how else to describe it. It can almost be classified as a historical horror movie in my mind because of how sad and intense and scary all of these feelings you get when you're watching it and watching these people suffer through the sinking because it really does show leaving Southampton it shows you know a couple of moments from the rest of the maiden voyage before the sinking but then when it gets into the sinking it shows how in the beginning no one really knew what was going on and everyone was so sure that everything was going to be just fine. And then it shows when people realize it's not going to be just fine anymore and that this ship is going down. There's not enough seats for everyone in the lifeboats and so at least a thousand people are going to die. It also does a really great job of showing the bravery of Charles Lightoller, the second officer of Titanic. It kind of, for me at least, goes mostly from his perspective, but does jump around to multiple perspectives. You do see from the Californian as well, and from the Carpathia. It was really nice to also see the Californian's perspective, because I think a lot of us, including myself, I am really harsh on the Californian and the crew of the Californian for not responding to Titanic and for not understanding the mayday rockets and not paying attention at least in my mind they were 10 miles away they could have saved everyone and while i think some of that criticism is just it's also unjust because you see how the telegraph operators of titanic were basically telling california get out shut up i'm busy and the californian was like fine then i'm gonna go to bed and we're not gonna listen to you anymore and if there had been a little bit more communication there, if there had been 24 hours on the telegraph lamp, it would have been different. And so it was really nice to see from the Californian's perspective, to see the confusion and how back then shipping regulations, although there was regulations, it didn't seem like everybody knew about it because you'd think Mayday rockets would be pretty standard. But it seems like the more research I do into shipwrecks and including in Titanic, the more I find that there's just inconsistencies and not everyone is on the same page. And so they did a great job in A Night to Remember showing how not everyone was on the same page and showing how Captain Rostron of the Carpathia did everything he possibly could to get to Titanic as fast as he could. And it really displayed the characteristics of these people, I would say for the most part, pretty well. It also had a lot of the finer details were pretty damn accurate. 
There are a couple that are inaccurate, and I'll get to that at the end of the video. However, for the most part, at least for me, it seemed like it was pretty accurate, and it did a pretty good job of showing everyone what life was really like on the Titanic. One of my major pet peeves from James Cameron's movie is that you can hear the band, the string quartet, the band on Titanic, playing in the first class dining room, and that's just not accurate. They played in the entrance hall right before, you know, kind of the landing pad on D-Deck where all of the first class passengers would end up. And so it was nice to see that in A Night to Remember. It's like, that is a small detail that they took into account and they kept accurate. And I believe they have so many of these details accurate because they actually were able to speak to survivors because it was in the 50s. So some people who survived Titanic were still alive back then, whereas now we have no one left. So we don't have anyone to talk to. I do think that there are some minor things that bother me in this movie. For example, the portrayal of Murdoch. I won't say, you know, that it's inaccurate because I wasn't there, so I don't know exactly how... Officer Murdoch ex acted, you know, I wouldn't know how I would act either. There were some moments where I was like, that's definitely something I could see him doing, like when they saw the iceberg coming and his face just looked stunned. I'm like, that is exactly, I think, how we'd all feel if we had to steer away from an iceberg all of a sudden. And so they portrayed him really well there. But his kind of lackadaisical approach to the lifeboats compared to Lytoller. I don't know if it was entirely accurate and seeming lackadaisical as more just like, yeah, go ahead and get in. But it may have been, you know, it was 110 plus years ago and I wasn't there, so I can't say. I also don't know how I feel about the portrayal of J. Bruce Ismay, because there's a lot of controversy on the topic of Bruce Ismay. Was he a coward? Was he just a man who was trying to take care of his company and try to get to shore so that he could inform someone of what happened? I don't know. There's been sources citing both behaviors from him. I've seen people saying, you know, he was slandered afterward. But I've also seen people saying that it was accurate in the way that he is portrayed. So I have no idea because I didn't know J. Bruce Ismay personally. I wasn't there, so I can't exactly say. But to me, it just kind of rubs me the wrong way when we just paint him as a villain because I don't see him entirely as a villain. Sure, maybe he should have stayed on the ship and gone down with it with Thomas Andrews and with Captain E.J. Smith, but I can also see why he would want to get to shore so that somebody who is the higher up in the White Star Line could handle this situation. But I do think, you know, there are other avenues to that. So I'm not sure exactly how I feel about the portrayal of him in this movie, but that's just one of my nitpicks. Another one of my nitpicks from this movie is that they showed having a children's playroom on Titanic, and there just wasn't one on Titanic. There wasn't. Like a first-class playroom, that was a feature on Britannic that was changed because of Titanic and Olympic. They put it on Britannic for the children. So that was just a minor detail, again, that didn't really tie into the story very much, but just bothered me a little bit. And the final thing that I'd have to nitpick would just be that the ship doesn't snap in half in this movie, but I honestly, I can't blame them, because at the time, in 1958, they didn't know where the wreckage was, they didn't know that happened, and it wasn't a widely accepted theory. So, for what they knew back then, this sinking looks amazing. Most of the time you can't even tell that there's a green screen if there is. Sometimes you can tell, it's very minor. But 
other than that, there are some effects in this movie that stand up, I think, better than the 1997 Titanic movie. Where you're like, that definitely looks like a CGI ship. Not in this movie. You can tell, like, it's sometimes you can maybe tell it's a model. But I think a model looks a lot more realistic. And so it looked great to me. They had everything in the timeline was correct. So if you are a historian or history buff and you want to watch a recollection of the sinking that feels genuine, will make you feel something, and will make you remember this with less of a romanticized view than the 1997 Titanic, I would highly recommend watching A Night to Remember because it really does take all of the romance out of it. Because I feel like sometimes in today's society, and I think we're all guilty of this, sometimes we romanticize the sinking of Titanic and don't see it as the ugly, horrific tragedy that it was. This movie reminds you that it was a horrific tragedy and it was ugly and there was no love story to it. It was depressing, sadness, and death. And they brought that in this movie. They made you feel something. They made you think. They made you really look from the perspectives of actual people who were really there. So I would give this a 9.5 out of 10 easily because this movie is just awesome. And being that I read the book, you know, I watched this movie first and then I read the book and then I just watched this movie again to really refresh my mind and because I love it, so of course I'm gonna watch it. And going back into it, I was, I felt like I was a lot more prepared after reading the book, but I really wasn't because this movie still broke my heart and still impacted me. I had to pause halfway through, not only because it was my child's bedtime and I had to get him to bed, <laughs> But also because it was just so depressing, I needed a minute to, like, reconnect with my family and be like, I love you so much. Like, Derek, come over here and give me a hug because I'm depressed. And I think that movie really makes you feel something. And I like that from historical films, when not only do they bring the history, but they bring the human aspect of it. And this movie does a great job of that. So if you are looking for a good historical recollection of Titanic, definitely check out A Night to Remember. I hope you guys enjoyed this review. Let me know what you're thinking of Titanic Month down in the comments below. And did you like A Night to Remember? Come on, give me your rating. Thank you guys so much. If you're listening on Spotify, please make sure to rate us five stars and subscribe. It really does help us find more people like you. If you're listening on YouTube, give us a like, leave us a comment, subscribe if you're feeling fancy. Thank you guys so much, and I'll see you tomorrow with another bonus episode. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thank you.